just because the NFL season is now firmly in the rearview mirror does not mean the betting season is over. Oh, no, 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 no. There is still plenty of opportunities to put a little something-something on the games. The NBA, college basketball, NHL, yes, golf. No matter what tickles your fancy, there is still plenty of action to whet your appetite. But just remember, where you bet is every bit as important, if not more so, than what you're betting on. That's why I tell my friends to go to mybookie.com. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big DraftKings fan duel, whatever. No, 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 no. Johnny come lately's. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does that matter? Oh, I don't know. In a million ways. Better lines, better payouts, less rules, you name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and have your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Now, make sure you read the rules on payouts regarding bonus wagering. It does require certain levels of wagering to collect your money. But if you just want to bet straight up, you don't want the deposit, you want to make a one-time bet for a million dollars, win it, and then walk away, Fine, you can do that as well. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. Bet, win, and most importantly, get paid with my bookie today. You've heard me talk about Tacovas, the company carrying on all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. Well, longtime listener Jeremy emailed me to say, Zabe, I was on a work trip to Austin, knew about Tacovas from the podcast, stopped into the store. Next thing you know, I've got a damn good pair of boots and I'm looking sharp with a nice buzz to boot. Giddy up. Tacovas believes in Western for all. And you can feel that when you stop in one of their stores and get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. If you can't make it into the store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T E C O V A S.com and point your toes west. And as a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 at Tacovas.com. Just use promo code ZABE, that's promo code Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, at checkout. It's a $30 value, and they sell out fast. Only at Tacovas.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What's next? What's happening? What you gonna do? You got the money you owe us, motherfucker? We're putting the band back together. You were the backbone, the nerve center of a great rhythm and blues band. You can make that live, breathe, and jump again. Well, me and the Lord, we got an understanding. We're on a mission from God. So what happens now? Is the food free or do we pay someone? Of course not. They send you a bill. Ready, Steve? Uh-huh. Andy? Yeah. 
We'll do it live. Nope. We'll do it live. It. They came to work every day, and there were no days off. The show goes on. Right now, in over us, it's looking good. And here we are in Washington. It is the glorious final Sunday of the National Football League. And pour one out, Andy, for all the horrible quarterbacks who played on Sunday, and this podcast was put to bed before results were final, but you'll have a full recap of all the awfulness on Tuesday's pod. How you doing this weekend? Are you excited for the end of the Ron Rivera era in D.C.? Yes, yes, it all (laughs) begins today, uh, and maybe by the time people are hearing this, it's already over. I don't know, but uh, yeah, it it can't end soon enough. Oh, I would be great if they took his key card as he's walking <laughs> off the field. Literally make him pull it out of his back pocket. Okay, you are so done. They're firing everybody, right? Uh, and they have to. Uh, the The only question is Eric Bieniemy, who has a year left on his contract. Um, do they say to whoever takes over, if you want him, you can have him? Or do they gas him too? I don't know. Do you think he's done enough? to deserve a, ch- a chance at the job? Like, how would you characterize how Biennemi has done given the impossible circumstances? Yeah, given the impossible circumstances, um, yeah, you would say he's done about as well as he could. But what has he done that says to you, oh, yeah, that's the guy we want to be the head coach of this team? I don't know. I, I, I haven't seen it. I don't see it either, and I guess I should back up. It really, there is no such thing as impossible circumstances, because look at what the Texans just did. Right. I mean, right. that right there was an impossible circumstance, and now look, they're in the playoffs, they won 10 games, and I want to ask a question about C.J. Stroud versus Bryce Young. How is it possible that all the Kings analysts and all the Kings scouts and all the Kings pundits didn't make C.J. Stroud, Andy, the consensus one slash one. The you'd be a moron to not make him one one because compared to Bryce Young, it's night and day. True, but uh, you also have you also have Bryce Young playing in the most dysfunctional organization in sports. And, you know, who knows if he goes to another team, if it works out differently. I suppose. But don't you think that C.J. Stroud, C.J. Stroud, this kid's big. He's got a rocket for an arm. He can scramble. He has a great sense of things. He's only thrown five picks all year. Now, he hadn't played a full slate of games because of injury. That's incredible right there. And and he's humble, and he's genuine. He won the good guy award with their media down there. And I know that's something that a lot of people don't really care about, but I think it speaks a lot to the professionalism of a player when the media says, you win our award for, hey, win or lose, you always gave us what we need. Well, Bobby Bethard's in the Hall of Fame. He's traded picks and players to move up to number two to take Ryan Leaf, of which there was a debate whether he or Peyton Manning should go number one. He had a rocket arm, size, (laughs) Um, You know, you might have seen some red flags, but, you know, you you may have ignored those. Who knows? But that was a complete disaster. So, you know, it's an inexact science. You you, you put in all the data. You hope it works out. But it doesn't always. Bigger body, bigger arm. And I just love how this kid is made up, or so it seems. I'm going to have to go back now and see what the scouts were looking at 
and what they were saying prior to the draft, or if it was maybe just a bit of that Ohio State jinx because no school has so routinely whiffed at producing Sunday QBs that were great on Saturdays quite like the Ohio State University. Am I right? Yeah, but, I mean, Alabama is not exactly a quarterback factory. You well, know, you have they to hadn't been. Amos, you know? They, I know, they hadn't been. Like, uh, Alabama had been this amazing black hole for, yeah, they do a lot of things. They just don't produce quarterbacks. And then yeah. they've ripped off, like, three in a row now. Uh, Big-time guys in Tua and Hurts and uh, – I think there was a third. I'm trying to think right well, now. Well, Mac Jones did, worked out initially, and now the, right. it looks like he's he's a bust. Right, and Bryce Young was the one one. We'll see if he works out. I know it's it's early, but just size wise and the whole thing. But yeah, new coach, a new coach with a very thin resume in D'Amico Ryan's, a guy who's like looks like he just walked off the field a year ago, which he almost did, right? Right, but he also walked in from San Francisco. And there's a lot to be said for that. Now, he's a defensive guy. And, you know, nowadays they're hiring young and they're hiring offense. So he goes against the grain. But, you know, he's not older either. He's, he's young. But, but you know, that, that I think probably helped him. He probably looked at what Kyle Shanahan did in San Francisco and said, we need to do it this way in Houston. Yeah. I, uh, I have to make two more points about the game. Now that it's kind of playoffs, this felt like it was a playoff game because it was a win and punch your ticket depending on what the Jaguars do for both teams. As as I'm now paying more attention and really hunkered in on games, Troy Aikman, Andy, is a load to listen to. <laughs> I'm sorry. He really is. He's a lumbering, cliche-spewing load. Except for now, he's on the train. And when you're on the ESPN train, it doesn't matter what your deal is. Look at Chris Berman, a no-talent, loudmouth, blah. And, <laughs> and he had a great career because oh, of the ESPN. And, Mike but it, Greenberg, yeah, who, right. who has no discernible talent, is, is considered to be one of their superstars. So <laughs> Troy Aikman going to ESPN is one of the great career moves he's ever made. Okay, that was observation number one. The other observation was it drove me nuts that at the end of the game, Shane Steichen for the Colts is facing a fourth and one at like the 11. And he decides to throw it and poor, uh, what's his name, drops the ball. He's only been thrown to uh, nine times all year. It was a bit of a bad throw, and he was tearful afterwards. But there's a minute six left, and they've got all three timeouts. Great, you're doing it right. Steichen called a timeout with a dead ball to talk about whether to go for it on fourth or not or to talk about what play we're going to call. And it screwed him because with a minute six left, the the turnover on fourth down led to Houston taking a first down run that took five seconds, a second down run that took four seconds, and a third down run that took four seconds again. But because they had blown one of their three timeouts, they didn't get the ball back, but for one second left, and they were quickly tackled on the attempted, you know, uh, woot woot play that uh, Scott Van Pelt likes to call. Mm-hmm. Neither Buck nor Aikman talked about how tactically disastrous that was that he burned that timeout. If you keep that third timeout, you get the ball back with at least 40 to 45 seconds and a shot. 
I, it kills me that now announcers – it first kills me that coaches do this, Andy, but it, it really kills me when announcers don't immediately seize on it to say, that was a huge mistake because now if they don't get it, the game is over. Over! Could it, could it be related to the fact that they have meetings with the coaches the day before the game and they don't want to put it anything could. out there that's going to piss them off? So It could. You know – I, I, you rarely, when you watch a game, do you do you, you rarely hear a coach get lit up. The one time I remember this, <laughs> this is a good story. When Steve Spurrier was coaching Washington, and they played at Dallas, and the day before the game, you know, he got called into the meetings that he had with the announcers. It was it was Aikman, uh, may have been Buck too, okay. uh, and uh, and Spurrier said, eh. I'm watching the Gators here. Is, is it okay? So he, he said, well, you know, coach, you're, you're scheduled here. You need to come in. So he reluctantly showed up. From what I heard, he gave them a bunch of cliched nonsense. Right. And so as his team was getting destroyed by they Bill Parcells' him. Cowboys, yeah. they, they destroyed him. Yeah, because <laughs> it was a window into Spurrier's laziness, which we're going to get right. to in a second because uh, we're going to rank the disaster regimes under Snyder. Um, now that the Rivera regime is ending. But yes, it was a window into Spurrier's laziness. And that was also manifested by those who are close to you know the, the team knowing that he left practice with daylight still left in the summer in August to go play nine holes on the course where he lived, Beacon Hill out there in Virginia. Something no NFL coach would even dare of doing. But he just was built that way. He didn't care. Yep. No, yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's uh, rank the disaster regimes under Snyder, shall we? Uh, yes. Wh- other, other quick note. So it looks like Tomlin saved his job. A win against the Lamar Jackson-less Ravens in the rain. Couple extra big plays. It was a close game throughout and, you know, whatever. But, look, I'll give Tomlin credit. They had lost three in a row. They were sitting at 7-7. Seven and seven. Uh, The season was spiraling. And he he goes to uh, old date, de- dent-headed uh, Mason Rudolph and wins three in a row to go to 10-7 and seven and to maybe make the playoffs. That's good coaching to be able to get your arms around a disaster, right? Like Mike Tomlin Absolutely. did. Yeah, I mean, you're hearing these things like Pittsburgh's going to get rid of him. But if they did, there'd be a line outside of his door to hire him. I, right. I, 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 that'd be insane to get rid of him. Although so, at some point... You know, everyone's got to go at some point. He's been there the longest along with Harbaugh and Belichick. Oh, and it was the 36th meeting between John Harbaugh and Mike Tomlin, which is second only to Papa Bear Hallis and Curly Lambeau in NFL history. How about that? For a and and it should be pointed out that, that Papa Hallis owned the team, so he wasn't going to fire himself. <laughs> I know. And, and it also addresses what good organizations the Ravens and the Steelers are, Yeah, that they don't fire coaches, and they're in the playoffs every year and often in the Super Bowl mix. But so, it also yeah, it's not an it, accident. No, but it also goes to point out what I've said many a time, and that is outcomes drive narratives. The outcomes of games drive narratives. Had they lost this game without Lamar for the Ravens, if the Steelers had lost the game and looked bad, Mm -hmm. and if Rudolph stunk up the joint when maybe Kenny Pickett, who was healthy, could have done better, and they missed the playoffs because of it, then the narrative on Tomlin is, I don't know, maybe it's time for a fresh look in Pittsburgh. 
Right, right. But the other two, his predecessors, left on their own. And I think I the Roonies would like to have that happen with Tomlin. I know. Three coaches since 1969. That is not the case for the Washington Commanders, the Washington <laughs> football team, and the Washington Redskins since 1969. Uh, they have had so many coaches and so many circuses. So somebody on Twitter, maybe I responded to you on this, uh, but somebody on Twitter yeah. was talking about the coaches' situation, the regimes in Washington, and I said, okay, let's rank the disaster regimes because they were all disasters basically under Snyder. And I sequentially it went Norv, Marty, Spurrier, Joe, Zorn, Shanny, Gruden, Rivera, right? Did mm-hmm. I get the sequencing right? Because I often yes, forget who begat whom in biblical right. terms. <laughs> Norv begat Marty. Marty begat Spurrier. <laughs> Spurrier begat the second coming of Joe. Uh, my worst, my my least bad, my worst to least worst rankings go as follows: one to eight. Zorn worst, Rivera second worst, Spurrier Gruden Marty Norv Joe Shanny. Yeah, I might reverse the last two. Okay. Okay, you might reverse, but Joe last? In terms of best. Oh, of best, the, right. He was the best. Okay. Yeah, the, yeah. Okay, so let's get to each one in particular. Um, Zorn, best moment, worst moment, thing you'll always remember. The best moment of the Zorn regime was him going 6-2 and two out of the gate his first year, running the shit out of the football. Remember that? And taking chances. He won back-to-back games at Dallas and Philadelphia, gambling on fourth down to keep drives alive and kill the clock. I mean, he was he was getting pats on the back for his play calling, right. saying like, well, it just comes naturally to me. You know, I don't know. I just, I just, uh, just call plays. It just seems to work. Right. The yeah. worst moment was when uh, they brought in the bingo caller to help out. Vinny did. Yep. And yes. Zorn meekly complied, even said... Right. I complied. Sherm Lewis. And and when he was brought in and uh, <laughs> Zorn was asked about his input, he says, oh, bless his heart, he doesn't even know the players. Yeah. And then uh, a game later, he was told that uh, the play calling was going to the bingo caller, Sherm Lewis. And what we'll never forget, Andy, Swinging Gate. Oh, yeah. We'll never yeah. forget Swinging Gate. He's the worst of all the circus regimes. I put Rivera number two for this simple reason. The arrogance that Rivera carried along with such futility was so hard to stomach watching it. And not only was he arrogant in his futility, he said and did some of the dumbest shit I've ever seen time and time again. I don't know if there was a good moment for Rivera other than him beating cancer, for which I'm eternally happy. I hope he lives a long, healthy, wonderful life. But as a coach, he stunk. Yeah, well, he, he wasn't a bad coach, but he was not qualified to run the whole show. And he knew that when he got fired in Carolina, there was only one place where they were going to let him cook the meal and shop for the groceries, and that was Washington. And when you take on something like that, if you're not qualified to do it, then you're going to fail spectacularly, as he did. And so at the end of four years... The roster isn't any better than the one he took over, maybe worse. The record is about the same as it is for all the Danny coaches. And uh, and his head coaching career has come to a crashing end 
And in the end, and even kind of wrote his own epitaph this past week where he talked about uh, the search for a quarterback. And if you get that guy and he referenced what he had in Carolina and he had that guy. And so the, the, the success that he had there was Cam Newton. He had the best player in the league. And what did he get for it? One Super Bowl appearance. And I think he had, what, two other winning seasons in the nine years he was there. So, right. you know, that's who he is. He's even with even with a great roster or, or, or certainly the biggest roster piece and the best player at that time at that position. He was eh, that's who he was. Another coaching career comes to D.C. and comes to Snyder and dies yeah. here because the only right. guy that coached after Washington was was uh, Marty who went to the right. Chargers. He's the yeah. only guy who had life after Snyder as a head coach. Norv, well, obviously, is a coordinator. Norv, no, but Norv, Norv actually had two other head coaching shots. One oh, in Oakland, did? which, yeah, which when you oh, go to Washington right. and Oakland, those are considered mulligans. Those are the <laughs> ones that you hit in the water. Where and else then, was uh, Norv head coach? And then he went to the Chargers and did get them with Philip Rivers oh, that's to right. the AFC Championship My game. bad. My bad. All right, yeah. Marty and Norv, but everyone else, this was the end of the line of their coaching careers. Okay, any, right. any, what will you remember most about Rivera? other than the happy Thanksgiving fiasco as he was introduced, or him just blatantly throwing his own quarterback under the bus when he was asked, well, how come things aren't getting any better around here? It's like, the quarterback sucks. Yeah. He didn't say sucks, but I he know. said the difference, difference is quarterback. No, he, was, he, he, law, he went and put Carson Wentz back in against uh, Cleveland in a game that they had to win to get in the playoffs. They lost the game. And if there was, I think the Packers were playing later in the day, and if they won, they would eliminate Washington. And Grant Paulson, in his post-game news conference, oh, asked right. him about that. And, and, and Rivera said, we can be eliminated? He did not know, <laughs> right? He did yeah. not even know his own status, which is shocking. Yeah. Gruden. Mm -hmm. Gruden was the fourth worst. Um, they actually had a pretty sneaky good team in 2016 with Kirk and uh, Deshaun Jackson. And Gruden was basically competent but he was a drunk there was photos and there was stuff of him around town and there was rumors and it was part of the frat house era with him and with uh bruce allen and and danny at the top and so he was not a serious coach and he will never coach again in the nfl in any level yeah that's that's another thing he got i think he got one more shot as a jackson coordinator it yeah. wasn't even a coordinator. It was like maybe quarterbacks coach or something. Yeah, he can't get any kind of job in the NFL. Because he's, I mean, he's not a serious person. Well, he's also uh, John Gruden's brother, which may have something to do with it too. That could. But I, I still think even if John was solid, I, I don't know who is in line for, for Jay Gruden's services. The best moment, though, was when Gruden body-bagged RG3 in his first yep. year when RG3 starts talking shit about, you know, I'm not going to be successful if everyone else isn't successful. And Gruden just read the riot act in front of the media going, we need to be better here, 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 and here at quarterback. And it's not happening. Yeah, he said he's a guy doesn't know how to do a seven-step drop back. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Basically, he's got to get his own house in order before he starts ripping his, his teammates. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and surprisingly, uh, that – you know, sometimes you get a, a situation where it's, you know, star quarterback or coach, and Danny didn't fire him over that. Uh, I, you know, I thought that might be, you know, something where he goes, well, we can't have him ripping our superstar and, uh, and, and get rid of him, but he did not. And he gave him, a, and after that, he got a contract extension. You yeah. know, after Griffin was gone, 
That's he gave true. Gruden a second deal. He's yeah. the only guy that got a second deal. Marty was number five, although many people on Twitter said, you're not being fair to Marty. He was pushed out before he could get things going. And that is true. But, you know, it was just bad under Marty. Well, it was bad because of what he said he Inherited. needed to have when he got the job. And it wasn't long before they started shopping for Spurrier. You know, <laughs> yeah, they were 0-5. And, and Danny goes allegedly on scouting missions with his good buddy Pepper Rogers, who had coached Spurrier when he was in college. And uh, yes, we just happen to be going to Florida games because Florida has great players who we might want to draft. And all he was doing was schmoozing Spurrier so that he could hire him uh, after he got rid of Marty that year. The so high point Marty of, was on his way out no matter what in right. that season. The high point of Marty was when he got five in a row to land the Redskins on the cover of SI just because they had righted the ship. They were 0-5, then went five in a row to get to 5-5, five and five, and SI put them on the cover. Shocker. Yeah. What I'll never forget about Marty, though, is that uh, resignation on the steps of Redskins Park on that Monday after the season. It was like, and I'm out. Wow. But he went... He went, five, got to five and five, and finished eight and eight with Tony Banks and, and one, one audible. audible. <laughs> and, and, and I remember finding this out as I was doing a post game show, and uh, I think CJ was in the locker room, Chris Johnson, and he handed the phone to Banks, and we interviewed him after a game, and he referred to the audible. Yes, <laughs> and he said, "Wait, wait, the audible? Yeah, the audible." <laughs> yes. Uh, Norv had a year and a half or a year and two thirds or a year and three quarters under Snyder. The 99 year was the best year. The first year Snyder owned the team and they went to the playoffs and lost in Tampa. The next year, uh, uh, Norv got fired after the loss at home to Dallas in which he sent out a 40 giants, 44 year old Eddie Murray to try to kick a 48 yard field goal, which Murray himself told Norv, I don't have that much range. Or he told the holder. The, holder, told, the they, holder told Norv he can't kick it that far. Norv said kick it anyway. Right. They called timeout, sent him back out there, and Norv was gone. He's the sixth worst. Uh, Joe was the seventh uh, worst. You know, Joe at least brought a certain stability and shine and prestige to the operation, but was so slow in picking up with the modern NFL it was painful. I'll never forget Joe telling me on the radio in his weekly appearance, <laughs> I'm going to put you back in the shotgun. Because yeah, yeah. every well, week I said, hey, coach, how about some shotgun, you know? They do it all the time in today's NBA or NFL. Yeah, but also the the the, the other thing that was disturbing was he walks in and he doesn't say to Dan Snyder, are you kidding me with this guy, Vinny? I mean, really? This is our guy? He not only <laughs> yeah. allowed Vinny to live, but he had no problem with Vinny doing Fakakta radio shows called Inside the Red Zone, pushing propaganda for Snyder. That yeah. was extremely yeah. disappointing for, for Joe. For me, as a Joe Gibbs, you know, like any Redskin fan, worshiper of Joe Gibbs. Yeah. And number eight was Shanny. You know, and people said, I thought you hated Shanny. I did hate Shanny, but he was the least worst of the group. And as soon as he took the job, it was a wild ride to hold on to Danny's instincts because they went and traded for RG3. Shanny knew, eh, he may not work out, so I'm going to pluck Kirk Cousins in the third round and just stash him. He then concocted an offense, which was electrifying. That's the word I use intentionally for those Redskin fans who know. 
Uh, it was electrifying for a year, and then it all went south with RG3's injury, and then we found out who RG3 really is and was, and you're like, okay, and it just all fell apart. My favorite part of the Shani regime was when he would resort to saying, look, if I'm going to be honest with you, and then he would insert a lie. It was always his tell. To be perfectly honest with you was his tell for, I'm about to lie to you. And then he well, leaked. He said, then he leaked everything to ESPN in the final weeks of his regime here, which I thought right. was cowardly. Well, but yeah, when he benched RG three, he said, "I'm just trying to be honest with you here, and I don't usually do that." <laughs> <laughs> That's right. He admitted, "I don't usually do that." Yeah, and he also but his, his, yeah his his downfall was this: if he was before he accepted the job, he needed to fly to wherever Marty Schottenheimer lived and spend the day with him. And and realize what he was going into and the kind of op, uh, situation that he had to set up in order to succeed. He had to understand what Marty went through and he needed to set up the same thing. They should not have been able to go out and make the Donovan McNabb trade without him. That that should not have happened. And there right. were so many other things that happened along the way that you went, really? Shanahan let that happen? Yes, he did. Well, that in a Snyder operation, you can't operate that way. Doesn't work. Yeah. Just because the NFL season is now firmly in the rearview mirror does not mean the betting season is over. Oh, no, 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 no. There is still plenty of opportunities to put a little something-something on the games. The NBA, college basketball, NHL, yes, golf. No matter what tickles your fancy, there is still plenty of action to whet your appetite. But just remember, where you bet is every bit as important, if not more so, than what you're betting on. That's why I tell my friends to go to mybookie.com. A-G. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big DraftKings fan duel, whatever. No, 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 no. Johnny come lately's. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does that matter? Oh, I don't know. In a million ways. Better lines, better payouts, less rules. You name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and have your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Now, make sure you read the rules on payouts regarding bonus wagering. It does require certain levels of wagering to collect your money. But if you just want to bet straight up, you don't want the deposit, you want to make a one-time bet for a million dollars, win it, and then walk away, fine. You can do that as well. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. Bet, win, and most importantly, get paid with my bookie today. If 2024 is the year you're jetting off to a new country, or even just want to expand your language skills beyond English, then I urge you to check out Rosetta Stone today. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program for over 30 years. Why? Because it works. Instead of drilling vocabulary words, with Rosetta Stone you learn by matching audio, from native speakers to visuals, reading stories, participating in dialogues, and other practical language skills that fast-track your ability to communicate fluently. Not only is it a more effective way to learn, it's more fun. Rosetta Stone's advanced voice recognition technology gives you feedback on how well you pronounce words. Other language learning apps use speech recognition to detect what you said. Rosetta Stone tells you how well you said it. Rosetta Stone offers 25 languages with lessons available on your computer, phone, or tablet. And with a lifetime membership, you get forever access to all the lessons for all the languages and never pay a renewal fee. 
Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, ZabeCast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. You know, we're driven by the search for better. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't help you just hire faster. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Zabe. Just go to Indeed.com slash Zabe right now and support the show by saying you heard about it right here on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Zabe. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. So let's hope the new guy, whoever that is, is better and has a better shot under new ownership than those previous eight regimes. I know Commander fans deserve way better. Is there a short list of names that is being kicked around? And if you could choose realistically, do you have a name you would want? I have absolutely no idea. And if in in, in 1978... When Jack Kent Cook hired Bobby Bethard, if you were to ask me how I felt at the time, I probably didn't even know who the hell he was or didn't really care. And when Bobby Bethard hired, well, I was aware of Joe Gibbs because of the greatest, you know, the, the, the way that the Chargers were scoring a lot of points. But I, did I think they'd win a Super Bowl a year later? Hell no. So yeah. I, have, I have no idea. That's okay. why that's why I'm not involved in making these decisions. I just, if, I just look at them and, and talk about them. What if you could trade picks for Belichick no okay why not no no because because you know you're hearing these things like well Belichick might stay in New England if he agrees to give up you know running the team I don't see it I I I don't I I think he comes in he's got to have full control and at this point he's proven he's a bad talent evaluator he has not his drafts have not been good his free agent signings have not been good it's time to move on get somebody young build go through three more tough years or two more tough years but but let's stop you know belichick would go under the snyder quick fix thing i don't think that's the way this team needs to go all right that brings us to the other big topic i desperately want to run by you because you know about this intimately having worked up at the four-letter connecticut sports cable network in the woods espn and their management pat mcafee went after norby williamson 
one of the longest tenured executives at ESPN, 40 years, saying that he is the, quote, rat, unquote, that is actively trying to sabotage their show. I'm going to play this bite, and I know you can't hear it, but I want to play it for the record. You did watch it, and then we'll comment. Anyways, we're very appreciative, and we understand that more people are watching this show than ever before. We're very thankful for the ESPN folks being very hospitable. Now, there are some people actively trying to sabotage us from within ESPN. More specifically, I believe Norby Williamson is the guy who is attempting to sabotage our program. I'm not 100% sure. That is just seemingly the only human that has information, and then somehow that information gets leaked, and it's wrong. And then it sets a narrative of what our show is. And then are we just going to combat that from a rat every single time? I don't know. But, like, somebody tried to get ahead of our actual ratings release with wrong numbers 12 hours beforehand. That's a sabotage attempt. And it's been happening basically this entire season from some people who didn't necessarily love the old addition of the Pat McAfee show to the ESPN family. Sure. There's a lot of those. We've heard them anonymously quoted in the Washington Post, Mm -hmm. in the New York Post, in the New York Times, in the L.A. Times, in Wall Street Journal. And they're never like, yeah, love the show. This is awesome. It's always like little things to try to tear us down. So even with the enemy within our own camp, somebody that we don't, I don't like that guy. That guy left me in his office for 45 minutes, no-showed me in 2018. So this guy has had zero respect for me. And in return, same thing back to him for a long time. So even with that taking place and potential PR, like there's, we're still growing somehow. Yep. So we're very thankful. Yeah. I think we're doing it right. We're trying to do it as right as possible. Mm -hmm. We have good intentions every single time we come in here. We don't always get it right, but motherfuckers been getting it wrong for a long time in this specific field. Long time. Every day. Every single day. What do you mean? Like you said, you have the right intentions. Like We're trying to sit here and have fun and talk about sports. All right, so there it was, Andy. When I saw that, I said, wow, that is strong. Now, as of this taping on Sunday morning of the Zabecast, the ESPN has said there's no plans to replace McAfee or to bench him tonight for the national championship game for which he'll be part of their coverage Is that truly the end of the story, or have the wheels been set in motion where where Norby, who is a gangster, will get his hit on the former punter from Indianapolis? Well, of course, Norby was eminently qualified to get this job because he started in the ESPN mailroom. And uh, that's where they like to uh, draw their executives from. (laughs) Wait a minute. Uh, So you're saying he's not qualified? No, he's qualified, but he's, he's, a he's an ESPN guy. He's an ESPNer. Oh, right. And 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 he's he he is drinks the Kool Aid from ESPN. And and so I've seen management people whose you know authority is questioned, and and that's how McAfee rolls. That's his that's his stick. You know, I don't take any crap from anybody. Well, these guys don't don't operate well with that. So. You know, I, I have I don't know for a fact what McAfee says is true, but I would tend to believe it. Okay. And, uh, yeah. There's there's three guys that are the big three at ESPN: Pataro, the boss, mm-hmm. Burke, Magnus, and then you know this guy, uh, you Norby. know, uh, yeah, Norby Williamson. And apparently, when they decided to back up the Brinks truck for Pat and his crew. And to get in that business, the one guy that objected strenuously was Norby, 
and the, the other two guys hired him over Norby's objections. Right. I'm not surprised. And when, when and a few years ago, after they got finally got Berman out the door, it was Norby who wanted to drag him back in. <laughs> and uh, th- those guys work with people that they're comfortable with, who have always been loyal to the company. This, McAfee was an outsider, and he walked in the door with, with a lot of authority. They like guys who they've been able to bring through the system, who started out low, and they're grateful for all the promotions that they got. And so, yeah, that's why you have this dynamic going on right now. And they walk in, they walk humbly, and they stay in their lane when it comes yep. to ESPN, and they're not loose cannons. I mean, McAfee rolled in, demanded a ton of money. They gave it to him, demanded all of his guys. He has like nine or ten guys yeah, I know. on it, his it, show, and now he's taking shots, <laughs> calling guys a rat. Now, I don't discount the narrative that McAfee painted because one day prior to this, Andrew Marchand, who I'm sure got the info from Norby wrote a story in the New York post saying, you know, McAfee's got to deliver better ratings for the headaches he's given ESPN regarding all this Rogers, Jimmy Kimmel stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, that was, I think a true narrative that that was being leaked now, right. are the real numbers better? I don't know how much better they are, but I wouldn't I would doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it though if they're if McAfee is actually slowing them down a little bit in terms of I their wouldn't numbers. Either. Because, because he's because, a unique taste. Right. He's a millennial taste. Exactly. I don't think that his audience watches cable TV. And and so nobody took that into account. All they saw ratings, ratings. Well, they saw the social think, media. They saw the YouTube yeah, and the uh, right. the social following, and they're like, "Oh, the kids love this guy. Got to hire him." Was wasn't Dave Portnoy in there for about five minutes? Uh, not right? not Portnoy, but Big Cat and PFT Commenter had a show called uh, Van Van Talk or whatever. It was and it lasted Van a week, right? Well, it Two lasted weeks? a week because Sam Ponder took objection. Because Portnoy right. went after Ponder on one of his web shows, you know, you prior. It was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So so these, the, it doesn't work this way. And this is why they keep the fire extinguisher named Mike Greenberg around. So that whenever <laughs> they have one of these things, they take a guy who's eternally grateful to be making a lot of money because he started at ESPN News and, and, he's, and he's been moved up the chain with, again, in my opinion, no real discernible talent except for getting management to like him. So I believe when this blows up, we'll have the Mike Greenberg show in that slot. Yeah. All right. Are you going to stay up to watch the end of the national championship game on Monday night? Yes, because this is a, it's supposed to be a seven thirty kickoff. The uh, seven thirty Eastern. Yeah. The second of the, of the really? two, uh, two playoffs last week didn't kick till about nine o'clock. So what I did was I woke up, I, I went to bed at halftime, woke up to pish, looked at my phone and saw that there was a minute left. And so I did see the, the final drive that came up short for Texas. So uh, I did not, I, I think I'll be able to hang. You know, I planned my travel back to DC from Milwaukee around the assumption it was a nine o'clock kick. Cause I'm no. on an afternoon flight that lands right at seven. So okay. wow, that's a bit of a dagger for me. I'm I might have to watch the first part of it on my iPad. Oh, the horrors of that, oh, Andy. Man. 
So <laughs> inconvenient. Inconvenient. <laughs> it's terrible, isn't it? Uh, the today's yeah. modern media age. Uh, is Harbaugh gone? I think he's a hundred percent gone after this game. Win, lose, or draw. Yeah, uh, I think so. Oh, um, look at you waffling. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, what, what the NCAA, we're waiting for that punishment. Okay, what's that going to be? Six games? He's already served six games. So, you know, I, I, Michigan is not scared of, of any of that, it appears. Uh, we'll and, see. You know, somebody pointed out Jeremy Pruitt at Tennessee got a show cause order put on him. So they yeah. have put down some pretty heavy penalties in the recent past. But would they do it to Michigan? Would they do it to Harbaugh? I don't know. I think Harbaugh is going to see too many dollar signs from too many NFL teams that want him. And he's going to go, you know what? I was once in the NFL. I was one play from winning the fucking Super Bowl against my brother. And I got a chance to go to the Chargers for twice as much money and have Justin yeah. Herbert. What am I doing here? He might. And and he's got some history in, in San Diego. And I heard uh, Schefter say he's in that L.A., by many. the way. But yeah, he's yeah a, right. he was a former Charger, right? Yeah, he was. He, he did, did play there. But he, um, uh, I heard Schefter say there could be as many as 10 openings. So oh, yeah. there's going to be a lot, of, a lot of competition for him. I think big picture, if you're an NFL, if you're a former NFL coach now in college, having taken your team to the college football playoff for three years with the NCAA Wolves howling at your door, and there's 10 openings, <laughs> you're a moron if you don't go to the NFL. Like a literal moron. This is the time yeah. strike while the iron is hot. Last ad, Andy. Pour one out for Cindy Morgan, a.k.a. Yep. Lacey Underall of Caddyshack fame. She enjoyed skinny dipping, skinny skiing, and going to bullfights on acid. She was 69 years old. We interviewed her at our annual Caddyshack-themed golf outing here in Wisconsin. And she was mm -hmm. great, Cindy Morgan. She was yeah. like a radio personality back in the day and a part-time model and talked about how she got the gig in the movie and how she was willing to go further with some of the nude scenes than other people were. And I think for a lot of people my age, Andy, she was our first. And you don't yeah, need me I mean, to explain what first means. <laughs> that, that was a, a magical period of time where movies were made that can't be made these days, like Animal oh, House, I know. Airplane, Caddyshack. They were, they, they were hysterically funny. Uh, I was at the right age, early 20s. Oh, oh yes. yes. It was a wonderful time. Yes, yes, absolutely. All right. Andy, Happy New Year. Good to talk to you again. And uh, we'll see. Black Monday is coming. It's here as people listen to this podcast. Tomorrow on the podcast, full recap of all the on-the-field action Sunday for the final week of the NFL. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you, bud. All right, Zabe. Take care. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Just because the NFL season is now firmly in the rearview mirror does not mean the betting season is over. Oh, no, 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 no. 
there is still plenty of opportunities to put a little something-something on the games. The NBA, college basketball, NHL, yes, golf. No matter what tickles your fancy, there is still plenty of action to whet your appetite. But just remember, where you bet is every bit as important, if not more so, than what you're betting on. That's why I tell my friends to go to mybookie.com. A-G. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big DraftKings fan duel, whatever. No, 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 no. Johnny come latelys. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does that matter? Oh, I don't know. In a million ways. Better lines, better payouts, less rules. You name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and have your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Now, make sure you read the rules on payouts regarding bonus wagering. It does require certain levels of wagering to collect your money, but if you just want to bet straight up, you don't want the deposit, you want to make a one-time bet for a million dollars, win it, and then walk away, fine. You can do that as well. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. Bet, win, and most importantly, get paid with my bookie today.